We the greatest music. <laughs> welcome back. Welcome back. We are so glad you took the time out of the day to listen to the Pot Smoking Moms. Obviously, it's a podcast about smoking pot and being a mom and all kinds of wonderful stuff. So thanks for joining. I am Sunny D along with my homegirl, Captain Jay. Hello, hello. If you like our podcast, please rate, subscribe, share, be friends with us on social media, show up to one of our Zoom sessions, send us some emails. We love hearing from you guys. Please hit us up. Potsmokingmoms.com is the website. Everything we have is there. And what do we got to smoke today? What's on deck? Well, today I have uh, a nice little bowl here packed of some hybrid yellow jack, some true ground from True Leaf. Cool. Hitting that. I am hitting up the uh, Ray Bay from last week. I still have a you little. lucky little bee. I couldn't find any of that. I asked, I asked, uh, I go to Miami Gardens and they're like, no, we don't have it, but we will. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to keep an okay. eye out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't hit bowls that much anymore. Oh, you got a bowl. I got my bong out just for the uh, sound effect, which was not very sound effecty, <laughs> but still that wonderful. I hope you were able to join us in that. Yeah, we uh, also hope you can join us. We are planning for a puff and paint Zoom sesh, um, so stay tuned for for those details. We uh, we all kind of agreed on the last Zoom sesh that that's what we wanted to do for the next one. And, you know, even if you can't draw, I can't draw shit. I was talking to people on live on TikTok and I was like, I could drive. I can maybe draw a robot. I mean, I can't. I'm not very artistic at all, but I went to a paint thing with my sister and my mom and it was a lot of fun. And we painted our dogs and mine came out silly, but I still had a lot of fun doing it. Yeah. And I hear like lots of wonderful uh, those paint party things yeah and i've never gone to one but this should be fun and our microphone will work this time oh my god <laughs> we will run a dress rehearsal ahead of time that was very unexpected oh my gosh thank goodness for bradley <laughs> yeah thank god brad was there because i was having a meltdown yeah <laughs> I was like, We're not it was pretty again. bad yeah <laughs> but thank you for all of those who participated in the last halloween zoom session that was really fun um, we have an opportunity to see you guys as well at the Canafest in Sarasota Fairgrounds on November 7th. Um, the tickets are sold out for that. I, I mean, know. it's free tickets, but you have to register so they have an idea of a headcount. Yeah, and and I think they were trying to work to expand the capacity. Yeah. Because uh, I think that they had a, a set capacity put by the, the county or yeah, something like sure, that. Yeah, for sure, because of the, COVID. Mm-hmm, exactly, so... That's pretty crazy. That kind of makes me nervous. I know. That makes me nervous, too. I hope, for the most part, everybody wears masks Wears masks and is, you know. Social eh. distancing. Yeah. At least being cognizant of it, because I think people might be so excited to, like, finally do something that's not, you know. And then they kind of, all of the rules of, like, social distancing and whatnot kind of goes out the window, because you're like, woohoo! Woo, party! (laughs) You let your, your guard down a little bit. Yeah. But that's going to be November 7th, so we know that a lot of you are going to go see us out there. That'll be super duper fun. And Halloween's coming up. I know this is like a different Halloween. Everything is different this year. I mean, obviously, we just kind of, you know. I'm still trying to decide whether or not we're going to trick or treat. 
I saw those. You said you got them for your girls. Those little hands that. <sighs> They're like a hand on a stick. Right. It's like a little stick. It has a little net. A little monster hand or skeleton hand. And yeah. there's a net and they put the little treats in there. So it's how they can reach out like from a distance to get the candy. Mm-hmm. And then you just dump that into your pail. And then you just come home and you would ha- have to clean and wipe all that stuff down with, I guess, you know, like. I don't know. You can spray with Lysol. Exactly. I mean, the candy is, I don't know if it's that serious. But yeah, I, but yeah, I would, yeah. I would maybe take an extra precaution or whatnot. Yeah. And I think people are also trying to kind of like figure out in creative ways of like handing candy out. So I've seen some people do like shoots. Yeah. Where they just drop the candy and it goes down a little shoot. Yeah. So I mean, on TikTok. That's, yeah. That's cute. It like, is. It's you know, fun too. It adds a whole other element to the yeah, whole thing. Exactly. Uh, we're going to be going to a trunk or treat at a church because I have a good friend who had gone last year and she showed me pictures. And I mean, her church went all out like the trunks were decorated they all had themes are it you gonna decorate awesome. your trunk no uh-huh. because so we're gonna be the one without? we don't have a theme like you're gonna be the one trunk that's not decorated no I, you don't have to have a trunk okay. <laughs> they have they have so you park and then you go to the trunks that are participating yeah they set up an area i see and then I've never done a trunk. Or I've before. never done it either. But I mean, based off of the pictures, it's like organized within the church. So like there's main people in the church who like do volunteer to do the trunks. Mm-hmm. And then I'm sure they're open to other people doing their own. Yeah. But and then. But I'm sure they're probably all members of the church. at least. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And then. Um, well, that sounds nice. Yeah. Organized and just like something. I always like the idea of a trunk retreat because. life is not how it was when we were kids i just don't know i mean maybe if you know a neighborhood well enough to say okay this neighborhood is like legit every year they throw down they're cool it's good and you know that that neighborhood exists that you could do that but i don't i'm not familiar with any of those and like even before covid i was very weary of like going out to trick-or-treat the miami lakes neighborhood the one behind the church that does the pumpkin patch every year yeah oh, well, that that's neighborhood a really nice goes neighborhood. yeah it's a really nice neighborhood they all got money and they go all out yeah. every house in that neighborhood is like super decorated they set up outside with like music and tables see so that's you're not cool. even really going up, up to, to the doors house. very like much just, it's mostly to the driveway yeah. so it, it, i've never seen trick-or-treating like that before and i was like how did this exist in miami lakes this whole time and i did not know about yeah. this so that was really fun. That's cool. So, so I what might go there if the thing is, is that like what it was crowd, if it's crowded? Yeah, because or, it, gets, it was very crowded when I went last year, but there was no coronavirus last what if year. Nobody's so. really doing it like that this year either. You know? Yeah, that's another thing. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I can send you to the website if you want to do the trunk or treat. That's a for sure thing. But they do it in but, like time slots, too. Yeah, but I don't want to drive up to Broward. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm surprised you're here today, so <laughs> fucking whatever. I, I'm just sad that, you know, we can't do something Nor- like, like normal, like our <laughs> Halloween party that I we know. do every year. I know. Last it's, year's is great. This was supposed to be the year. It's going to be a Saturday night. It's going to be, stay, uh, was it daylight savings, fall right, back? Right, so the next day. You get an extra hour right. in the middle of the night, so you'll, you get a whole extra hour to party and recuperate. It was going to be beautiful, full moon. I know, but you know what? Your house is currently being renovated. Yeah, and it, but it's perfect. It's scary. Yeah, it's <laughs> scary to, for people to have accidents that are not. That's like, no. oh god. Yeah. But but yeah, it's, it's like 
Yeah, the OSHA violation. Yeah, I wasn't supposed. To, <laughs> I wasn't supposed to be having like full on renovations, uh, plumbing issues for the entire house. I have all the plumbing replaced. That wasn't supposed to be happening. So that added a whole bunch of time to my. Yeah, I know. That's but, my life right now. Hey, but think of the next next year's Halloween party. Oh yeah, we're gonna have a pool. Hopefully, it's gonna be balls to the wall, bro. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Yeah. So, and hopefully by then, you know, things are normal, a little more normal again. Yeah. And we can have an actual party. I mean, I'm not holding my breath unless it's underwater in your new pool. <laughs> no, but I don't know what's, I don't, you know, everything is improvised. We'll keep it small. We'll keep it small if it's still crazy. Well, that's, we'll get, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Everything else okay with the renovations? No other, like, nah, it's surprises? Just, it's just now feels like it's going slow because now we have to wait for insurance claims and stuff. So I feel like it's just slowing down because of that. But it was my son's birthday this past weekend and your husband. I know. They have my the same son, birthday. Yeah, they share the same birthday. So um, we're actually going to go to Disney this coming week for a couple of days in the middle of the week to try to make sure that it's as dead as possible. Um, so far... My friend who's meeting us there has been keeping tabs on, like, you know how you have to reserve the day in advance on their website? Uh-huh. So he's been keeping tabs. But they post how many people are scheduled to go that day? It's always this. No, they don't post how many are scheduled to go that day, but he checks to see if it's still green, meaning that there's a lot of availability still. Or, like, green that, that it's still a, you're still able to book on that day. Oh, so there's even moments where you can book same day? Uh, if, if I, I guess if I've never, I don't know if you can do same day, but he's looking just to see if it's filled up already or not. Cause oh. once they meet like a certain capacity, they don't allow any more reservations for that day. Mm. So, so far you're still able to book on that day, which means there's still openings, which means it's not fully like sold out. Fully you know? at capacity. Yeah. Which even still, with the minimal capacity what, that they do. Yeah. Allow. And I think they're doing like 25% capacity right now. Oh my God. I know. Okay, all right. Well, but listen, by the time this airs, people, you're already going to be there. Yeah, okay. I'll be there when this airs. And we'll probably, we're, are we going to get some, are we going to get some some stories maybe? A yeah, I'll, I'll share some stories, some stuff. And we're, we're, like, the thing is, my son's in school, so we're not going into the park until after school. He'll be doing school from, you know, the regular school time from 830 to 2 in the hotel and then we're gonna go in the park oh that's still cool though yeah so. and that's like incentive yeah <laughs> you know to do school but um yeah send some stories do some something we'll do something yeah because we all want to live vicariously i know we i know well you know <laughs> yeah right too much if it was if i was by myself just whatever report back on how disney goes i'll be keeping an eye <laughs> on we'll you. be the guinea pigs i guess yes you will be <laughs> we can't get sick so no no i'm gonna be very careful yeah whatever but disney's like <laughs> disney's like this cleanest place on the face of the yeah planet. they're being extremely careful and very strict so i'm not worried about it so that's pretty cool. I'm like super excited. I really. What is your favorite Disney food? Like, what is it? Do you have any specific plans that you're gonna do while you're there? That you ha that are have or must haves. You have to do it. Well, the first park we're going to is Hollywood Studios, and for sure we're gonna have to do as much as we can of uh, Star Wars. The problem Star is, Wars. is it because we're going Sorry. late in the day? 
uh, we can't do Rise of the Resistance. You can only do those if you get there early. Wow. Rise why? of the Resist- Resistance, you have to like book your flight basically um, in advance. And I think that the last one that they do is at like two o'clock. Oh. Well, yeah. hey, but it's always cool to leave one thing that you don't do for like the next time that you go. Yeah. When so. you're a pass holder, that's not a big deal. Yeah. You know, you're going to be back. Yeah. Yeah. So we're just excited to just see, you know, Star, Star Wars, Wars land. land. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to do Magic Kingdom. And then I was going to go to Epcot for a little bit just on Thursday before we left. But we're probably not going to do that. Overly ambitious. I know. <laughs> don't be so tired. You don't want to do a goddamn thing afterwards. No. But I'm I feel gonna like make, it's I'm going to make people, my husband drive. So but I feel like it's less people. So you won't be as tired. Yeah. Because I think the overwhelming amount of people at the parks is really one of the main factors for why you feel so fucking And exhausted. the fact that you're there all day and we won't be doing that. Yeah. So sounds like a fun, healthy time. Yeah. And we can't wait to hear uh, how it went on the next episode. In the meantime, you guys know what time it is. It's not time to skate in the opposite direction. It's time for News Nugs. You know your hosts. I don't have to say our names again. (laughs) (laughs) So this story is an update on a story we discussed back on episode 34 in July of this year. It's the Purple Heart veteran. Well, uh, just to kind of recap the story. In August 2016, Sean Worsley, a 33-year-old veteran who earned a Purple Heart in the Iraq War, stopped at an Alabama gas station while driving to North Carolina to help his grandmother relocate after a hurricane. At the station, police asked Worsley and his wife to turn down their car stereo. And although they complied, the cops searched their car. Inside, they found a prescription bottle filled with medical marijuana. Worsley had legally purchased the medical marijuana in his home state of Arizona on the recommendation of a physician. The veteran was legally using his medicine to treat a traumatic brain injury that he had sustained during the war, in addition to symptoms of PTSD brought on by the conflict. But although he had obtained this medicine legally at home, medical cannabis is still very illegal in Alabama. Cops arrested Worsley for weed possession and a judge sentenced him to five years of probation and mandatory drug rehabilitation. The Veterans Affairs Drug Treatment Program declined to accept Worsley, however, because he did not actually have a drug problem. But because the veteran never ended up participating in the unnecessary rehab program, Alabama revoked his probation and declared him a fugitive from justice. He ran into trouble with the law again at home where he was busted for possessing weed with an expired medical marijuana card. The Arizona authorities extradited him back to Alabama where a judge ordered him to serve a five-year prison sentence. I believe that's where we left off in the story, right? Yep. That's where we lost uh, heard is when he got that sentencing um, five years in prison. So then his wife um, then set up a GoFundMe page to help raise funds and awareness to help him get out of jail and eventually raised over $100,000. After eight months of hard work, the campaign paid off. Last Wednesday, Alabama authorities agreed to release Worsley on parole. We're grateful to be able to pick up the pieces and begin rebuilding our lives once Sean is released, said his wife in a statement reported by the Alabama Political Reporter. The case of Sean Worsley deals with a convergence of several issues, said a state representative, Neil Rafferty, who helped the campaign for Worsley's release. It deals with Alabama's harmful marijuana laws, particularly concerning medical marijuana. It deals with our country's misunderstanding and treatment of veterans returning home and transitioning to a civilian life. And it 
deals with the excessive policing that puts suspicion on a man doing nothing more than listening to the radio and playing air guitar with his wife. With the news of Sean's parole, it's welcomed and celebrated. It only serves to highlight the legislative chamber's duty to make right these wrongs and allow our criminal justice system to focus on crimes that actually endanger community safety, said Rafferty. Wouldn't it be an amazing world if like, we actually took the time to investigate things that needed to be investigated yeah. instead of like really taking, like just kind of, I mean, it's like... I'm sorry, I say it's like, it's picking on people. It's like... It's exactly what's happening. It's picking on people and it's such a waste of resources all the time. It is a waste of resources. There's so many other things that they... Whatever. They should be really investigating and looking into instead of wasting time on, on this. A man with legal cannabis that was passing through a state. Yeah. And that's why we need to kind of continue just this, you know, just trying to get legalization. I mean, like just any kind of reform. <laughs> like we could take whatever we can get. Yeah. And we all need to show up to the polls. And that's why this next story is actually really important because there is going to be five states on this coming election. They're going to have uh, measures on their ballots for either cannabis legalization in some form. So we have Arizona, Montana, Mississippi, New Jersey, and South Dakota. So this election cycle, voters in these five states will see ballot measures concerning marijuana. The 33 states with some form of legal cannabis could gain additional company this election season as voters in these five states consider the ballot measures to legalize marijuana. Three states will see initiatives to legalize recreational marijuana. Another will decide on medical use of cannabis, while the fifth will consider separate measures for both. Voters in three states will vote on measures to legalize um, medical marijuana and sorry, recreational marijuana in Arizona, Montana, and New Jersey. We hear New Jersey coming up a lot. Yeah. So in Arizona, Proposition 207, the Smart and Safe Act will be on the ballot. If passed, the initiative would allow adults 21 and older to possess, consume, or transfer up to one ounce of cannabis, home cultivation of up to six plants per adult or 12 plants per household. With more than one adult would be permitted, uh, Prop 207 would also create a regulatory system for the commercial production and sale of cannabis products, including social equity provisions to help ensure a cannabis industry that's representative of the community. The initiative also allows for expungement of past convictions for marijuana offenses. Very important. The measure would generate an estimated $300 million in taxes yearly, which would be used to help fund community colleges, public health, transportation, and public safety. Mm. In New Jersey, a two-year attempt by lawmakers to legalize the recreational use of cannabis by adults failed to gain enough support to pass in legislature. Instead, voters will see question one, which, if passed, would amend the state's constitution to legalize the recreational use of marijuana by those 21 and older. The measure authorizes the state's existing medical marijuana overseer, the Cannabis Regulatory Commission, to regulate the new adult use market. Detailed regulations would be created by the agency and the state legislator after passage of the ballot measure. So New Jersey, New Jersey, we know there's a lot of you listeners out there in New Jersey. We have Jersey. buddies in New Jersey, so get on that. Montana voters will see two cannabis measures on their ballot for the November election. The first initiative, 190, would, re- would legalize the possession and sale of small amounts of marijuana for adult use, establish a regulatory system to license cannabis businesses, and levy a 20% tax on recreational purchases. New Approach Montana, the group behind both ballot measures, estimates that taxes on retail sales of cannabis in the state would generate $236 million in new revenue for the public co- coffers. 
by 2026. The second measure, Constitutional Initiative 118, would amend the state's constitution so that the legislature could set the legal age to purchase cannabis at 21. Currently, the constitution guarantees all rights of an adult except for the purchase of alcohol to all persons 18 years and up. Voters in Mississippi will have the chance to legalize the medicinal use of cannabis with Initiative 65, which qualified for the ballot via a citizen's petition. If passed, the measure would allow physicians to recommend cannabis as a treatment for patients with one or more of the 22 qualifying medical conditions, such as cancer, multiple sclerosis, and PTSD. The initiative also establishes a 7% tax on uh, medical marijuana products and creates a regulatory uh, system for administering the program. Confusing the issue is Initiative 65A, which was placed on the ballot by the legislature as an alternative to the citizens initiative. So the first one was people put want that, and then the second one is the state wants it. Uh, the more restrictive measure would only allow non-smokable forms of cannabis for all patients except those with terminal illness. Uh, Initiative 65A also requires a medical marijuana products to be of pharma- pharmaceutical quality and would allow state lawmakers to create the rules and regulations governing the program. Hmm. Okay, so people in Mississippi need to take note and make sure you are voting for the one you'd like. Yeah, Initiative 65, I think. (laughs) Not 65. We're giving them the option. (laughs) So South Dakota, they consider both, considers both recreational and medical at the same time. Yeah. I guess they're like, hey, we're not going to take one step because most states are like, okay, first we'll start with medical, then we'll go recreational. They're like, no, let's take them both. They're like, now. Yeah, seriously. Two cannabis measures will be on the ballot in South Dakota where voters will decide on legalizing recreational cannabis and medical marijuana separately. Initiated measure 26 directs the South Dakota Department of Health to establish a a registration system for patients with qualifying health conditions, including those that cause severe pain, seizures, muscle spasms, or nausea. The measure will allow registered patients to possess up to three ounces of cannabis and establishes a regulatory and taxation framework for the production of commercial medical cannabis also on the ballot is amendment a which would legalize the use of cannabis by adults 21 and up position of what up to one ounce of marijuana and cultivation up to three cannabis plants would also be permitted by the measure the state department of revenue would be responsible for licensing commercial marijuana businesses and establishing regulations to govern their operation sales of non-medical cannabis would be taxed at a rate of 15 percent with half of the proceeds going to south dakota public schools and the remainder to the state's general fund both ballot measures are support are supported by South Dakotans for better marijuana laws. Can you imagine if your purchase of cannabis goods would give a percentage, would cut a percentage to the schools, to your kids' school? That's amazing. So you could be, you could walk up to school and be like, "Yo, we're helping fa- fund that dare program." <laughs> yeah, you may call me a stoner mom, but we're helping fund your school, like. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. So these five states, if you guys are listening, Arizona, Montana, Mississippi, New Jersey, and South Dakota, make sure you go vote. Cause, yeah. Uh, your state may be having a marijuana come to you soon. Absolutely. Alive. Don't, don't, be, don't be caught slipping on this one, guys. And we also want to uh, tell Miami to not get caught slipping or South Florida not to get caught slipping. Because we got some important thing on the ballot as well. I mean, so if you haven't voted yet. This is important. This is important. Because this could could block future legalization 
if yeah. this passes. And this, I honestly didn't know about this until we started talking about this. Um, but an amendment to kill future amendments, right? So it's a measure on this year's November 3rd Florida ballot. It could determine whether legalization goes through in 2022. And strangely, it's it doesn't have anything to do with marijuana use at all. So the verbiage is not going to be geared toward marijuana use. No. But the measure says sponsored by a group known as Keep Our Constitution Clean will appear on ballots as Amendment 4. The measure would make it harder, if not nearly impossible, for all future constitutional amendments to pass. So not just legalization. We're just talking about any amendments that Florida is going to be uh, voting under. So currently under Florida's uh, system, if a constitutional amendment gets at least 60 percent of voters, it becomes law. And when we passed cannabis in 2016, I think it passed with over 70 percent. Yeah, 71 percent. Yeah. So the measure would make it harder. Okay, Um, this new amendment would require that all future constitutional measures to be reapproved by voters in a second general election. Yeah. So they will hold two. No, not that they'll hold two. You'll have to wait. That would mean that even if voters approve recreational marijuana in 2022, the next measure would not be voted again until 2024, not until the next general election. No. It has to be voted on again. Jesus. That's ridiculous. It also it also exhausts resources again. I, I, well, you're, so- you're always going to have the general election every two years. It just It's just like, why do you have to wait another two years and make it have to be voted on again when it's right. already been passed by the voters yeah once but then it's a lot of money going into all of that because imagine everything having to take for you to continue to get people to yeah recognize and vote for that that's all resources on people having but to- the government doesn't care about that they want to make it harder for you to change yeah. they don't want citizens to be able to make it to make it easy for us to to say what we want so politicians in Tallahassee are making it even more difficult for the people to vote on our own laws. The next big, big step is full adult use legalization, which has traveled a very bumpy road in Florida yeah, so far. Never, never, never a, <laughs> never a stress-free road here in Florida. So in 2019, uh, the advocacy group that we've talked about many times is Make It Legal Florida. Florida. They failed yeah. to gain enough signatures to qualify for a measure for this 2020 ballot. Unlike ballot measures in many other states, Florida's effort wasn't done in by the coronavirus shutdown. Instead of hurriedly being passed, um, they adopted a law. The legislators adopted a law in 2019 that moved up the deadline to require the signature. So it really made it harder for us to meet that deadline oh, in time. Gotcha. So, yeah, they're trying to stop this in any way they can. Yeah. And it's uh, number four. So that's how it shows up on the ballot. Yeah. So we need to vote no on that if you don't uh, think that. It'll just make it harder for us. To pass anything. Yeah. To pass anything. Yeah. All right. So uh, keep an eye out for that. And we're really, really um, excited to. um, Go vote, everybody. Go vote. For sure. And it's, listen, it's easier than ever. It really is. Yeah. I don't know why this hasn't been, like, as easy before. I mean, honestly, if 2020 has taught us anything, is like, it can be done, okay? You can work from home, okay? <laughs> All right? You can work from home and you can vote without having to show up at the polls. But, it, but I mean, but by all means, do if you have to. And I'm sure it's not even going to be that many people there this time. Yeah. Um, but we did, we dropped, we did the Dropbox and we're... You know, you've already gotten yeah, yours in. We did. I'm going on election day. Yeah, I'm man. going at seven in the morning, right when the poll opens and opens. For so, sure. Yeah. I'll be looking forward to the in- Instagram story that you <laughs> from your voting <laughs> situation. 
So we are very, very excited uh, for this um, next interview. If you're familiar with our podcast, and chances are you've heard of the Pop Moms podcast. Uh, we both started at the same time and have had the opportunity to watch each other grow. And obviously, we bonded over having similar interests. Uh, <laughs> uh, we finally got the chance to hang out, and we found we had even more in common with one another. Here is that conversation. We hope you enjoy. I totally do. I mean, you guys know, I totally was like, oh my God, this is awesome. Like, I just love that there's so many people like emerging into this space and mm -hmm. making it like a normal conversation. Like I was not like, I don't, I don't, I don't think I ever really like pictured like this where I would be right. Like, just like to be yeah. like talking about it yeah. and like having people jazz to talk about it. And like, like I said, I was, uh, I was picking up a sub from Jersey Mike's the other day and like, the chick who is like behind like making these dope ass sandwiches like looks up and she like looks at me and then she looks down at my shirt and then she looks back up at me and she's just like I like your shirt and I was just like <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Like, it was like it was um it was just the it was a businesswoman in her head's a, a, a nug and so but my son was really funny he goes mom I'm so sorry you ruined your sweatshirt and I was like huh he's like you dropped guacamole all over it <laughs> so I was just like okay <laughs> like, yeah, that's awesome. I had uh, my my husband was has a friend who makes cakes and she had all kinds of cakes. And my daughter was looking all at all the cakes. Wow. Because they're all like cartoons and different things. There was a one with weed leaf and a blunt. And she was like, look, it's mommy's cake. And I was like, <laughs> you're like smart girl. There you go. She knows <laughs> mommy's cake. I don't um, Luckily, we're under quarantine and I don't have to watch her saying these things in public because we're still kind of people over here will still shoot you some serious yeah. side eye. This is the South. So people yeah. are like really judgmental here. Um, about that. You guys have it good over there. Over there, it's a lot more um, progressive, I would say, and liberal than down here in Florida. Yeah, there, we got a really. Uh, it's just, it's a mix. It's it's weird over here, and the more further up north you go, the more the different. It's South Florida is not anything like the rest of Florida. But you're yeah. not originally from um, Oregon, right? Seattle. Seattle. No, sorry, no. Seattle. Um, we so I grew up in what's funny. So we both like technically are there bugs? Maybe. I don't um, know. <laughs> I thought I saw them. <laughs> it's like fruit fly season. Um, so I grew up in the Midwest in Wisconsin, mm -hmm. and then I spent some time in Minnesota, and then we've been in Seattle for let's see, my daughter is almost five, so we've been here for like six years. Yeah, and what made you guys decide to move out to the West Coast? <laughs> Well, so we kind of, well, I, I, I kind of like always wanted to be on the West Coast, um, but um, Amazon did. I worked for Amazon for four years oh. when, uh, when we first moved here. Yeah, same. Amazon brought me out here. I grew up in the Midwest also, and then lived in New York for a while after I graduated. Oh, I went to grad school there, and, and then after that, came back to the Midwest for a second for work, and then I was like, I have to get out of the Midwest. And then I, my husband always wanted to be on the West Coast. He hated New York. And that was like my jam. Like I loved it. And so I was like, fine, we have to like compromise. I'll go out West, but I get to pick where, like, cause as I'm not doing like, a, there's a bunch of places I was like, nope, 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 nope. And then we came out to Seattle for our friend's wedding. And I remember we just checked in at the hotel. They were down at the hotel bar drinking and this, it had like an open like patio space. And I come out and I could just smell weed. And I literally was like, and like followed it and found these two people and I just stood there and I was like where'd you get that and he's like well this is mine but he's like are you looking for the dispensary like he's like I brought it from home but he's like are you looking for a dispensary 
was like, yeah. And he was like, told me where it was. It's the first dispensary that opened, they just legalized it. I was like, oh. And I just stood there and he was like, did you want to? Yes. I was like, that's why I'm standing. <laughs> Thank you. It's like the little dog that like won't leave you. I literally just stood there and like he was on a date. Like clearly they were like, <laughs> afterward I left and I was like, oh, sorry, dude. But thanks. And then I like, left. So then you're like, this is the place. This is where I can I live. Yes, because they accepted me. <laughs> I was like, like I remember mine. I toured, uh, like, when I had passed the, or no, I think when I was here to interview for the job for Amazon, um, it was December. And, like, December in the Midwest is, like, especially in the two winters that we had in Minnesota were, like, the polar vortex ones. Mm-hmm. So, like, we were coming off of, like, a really cold stretch. And I was, like, I called my husband. And because and, this is the first time I'd ever been in Seattle. Um, and so, uh, I called my husband and I was like, dude, I am like walking out here in a sweatshirt mm-hmm. and it was like negative 32 in Minnesota. And there was like a huge snowstorm and he was like, all right, let's do it. Like, I don't care as long as it's like, not, you know, this. So, yeah. and I was like, and weed's legal. Yes. We like, That's a big bonus. <laughs> big weed's legal. Bonus. The weather's great. Can't, you can't beat it. How did you guys meet? Yeah. Was it at Amazon? You guys both. That's what yeah, I, we, I figured. Like. <laughs> when you guys kind of said you worked at Amazon, both of you. Yeah, it was crazy. Like, um, we were on, uh, or no, I had, so I had just joined like their department. I hadn't met anyone yet. Um, but I had to travel to, down to, um, ASICS down in my favorite airport in America, John Wayne. But she had started um, at Amazon a year before I yeah. had as well. <clears throat> and yeah. so, uh, so I went and I was traveling with this young kid and I said something that was like some sort of like profanity or like rudish thing. And he was like, oh shit. He's like, you're going to really like Eunice. And then like the rest of it, we basically kind of just like walked up to each other and we're like, I heard we're going to like each other. <laughs> I'm like, so what are you about? You know, like, what do you think that's just like? I'm like, um, it was my first week at Amazon and this kid, this other kid on our team. Um, he came up to me and he was like, so I'm just going to give you some feedback. And I was like, okay. And he's like, cause he and I like had like, like clicks and we were like just chatty. And he's like, everyone's like really scared of you. Like all the, like we had five females on our team that time. And they like, they're all like terrified of you. It's like, why? What the fuck's wrong with them? Like, <laughs> well, maybe <laughs> that reaction. <laughs> She's just a very passionate lady. Like, you know? She's just very passionate. Loud. So does Amazon? Oh, we met actually because we met through somebody I had a mutual friend. So all all we we went to the same high school. Didn't know each other. Friends in high school. Graduated the same year. Graduated the same year. I had her husband in uh first thing in the morning PE class, and we would both always shoot each other looks like God. Why do we fucking have to have PE first thing in the morning? (laughs) And then I would see her walk around, but I don't know who she is. And then years later. I think, yeah, we've, uh, years later, I dated someone who was friends. And with then, us, yeah. And then he brought her around, and then they broke up, but then we stayed friends then, with her. And then, yeah, I'm a, I have a charming personality. Everybody stays friends with me. I think I'm friends with all of my ex-boyfriend's friends. friends. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> They're like, oh, we're going to keep her. Yeah, I'm like, hey, sorry, bro. Sorry things didn't work out with us. At least they worked out with me, your friends. <laughs> Which is better anyway. Yeah. Like that's more long lasting um, usually. Uh, did you guys grow up in South Florida? Same? Yeah, same. we did. Same yeah. Same. Hialeah, Florida. It's a very uh, predominantly Cuban American little part of the suburb of uh, Miami. So uh, yeah. I was in and out of here in South and Georgia. So I moved a lot between the two states. My mom and I moved a lot. 
No, but I was born and raised here forever, forever, forever. forever. She's never left. Lived yeah. anywhere else. <laughs> I'd like to leave, though, and live somewhere else for at least a fucking year. I lived for two years in Germany, <laughs> two and a half years. My husband was oh. in the military, so Where we were overseas. Sch- Schweinfurt, Germany. Isn't there like a military base in like Monkham Blackbot or something like that? There's a lot of military bases out there and they they tore ours down though. My friend went recently to visit. He took photos. But yeah. But at Amazon, did they um did they do they test for cannabis? Oh, funny story. (laughs) No. But um I so when I was here for the interview, we were like I had uh friends of friends who'd lived here and they smoked a ton of weed and so they totally like they hooked me up and whatever and she worked at amazon and i was like hey man i just told you that i got an offer like be a friend like do i have to worry about anything if i smoke with you like am i gonna get fucking drug tested and like maybe not get this job (laughs) it's like no don't worry about it and so i was like okay because i I think it's such a waste of money for companies even though it wasn't here but it's also like that's Yes, they did not drug test typically, but I will say that I do know somebody that had a, it was a DUI, something on their record, and they had to sit, put it in their application, and they did drug test him. Oh. Oh. So I don't think they do it unless you have to, because it's like, that, like, 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 like what you're going to say. No, but yeah. it's like, drug tested because he had something on his record related to substance. But I think drug test policies have to be either all or randomly. Yeah. Like, so maybe he was randomly, randomly. Yeah, but, random. But yeah, so we weren't, so I didn't have to, but um, either. But I also like, at that point in my life was like, um, I didn't, like Amazon recruited me and I was like, do you guys drug test? Because like, I'm at a point where I just don't apply Yeah, drugs. exactly. <laughs> I feel like that too. I feel like that too. At this juncture in my I'm life, not gonna take I don't a job need to take I a can. job if like, whatever, bro. Yeah, that's like the biggest reason like because so my mom like doesn't really like that I do the podcast at all and so like that's like the biggest thing is she's like oh I'm just so like she's so crippled by fear that like this is somehow gonna like not have an opportunity come my way or like anything like that mm-hmm. when like now as we're like taking on clients for like our retail consulting like they're talking about the podcast and how like they think it's dope we're doing it. And like, so it's like, I'm like, mom, like, it's just not that. And like, and to your point, like, I don't want to work for someone or with someone who like, isn't down with this because I'm not trying to pass like those judgments on whatever you want to do. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. How did you decide to start the podcast? And I know at first it was um, just UK and Eunice came on board a little later. How did uh, all that come to be? So we had like a group chat with four moms and then we dubbed ourselves the pot moms mm-hmm. because we were like the friends who would smoke about it or like be like, oh, I just had this one strain. It's like super good for this. Or like we kind of just like talked. I mean, and it was like a year long friendship. And it was like funny because it's like ebbed and flowed. And some people are like still, you know, in, in some and some aren't. And like we've all changed a ton. So it's just like it's really interesting how like that had such a profound thing, but I think it was like the first circle of women who were moms that I met and knew who like also smoked pot and like partook and were like totally just cool with it. Like mm-hmm. they were just, that was what they were about and they weren't ashamed of it. And they weren't like ever questioning if that made them like a bad mom. And to me, that was like, I mean, again, ridden with Catholic guilt, like that was just, just like mind blowing for me. Yeah. And I was like, mm-hmm. God, like, there have to be more people out there like us. Like there, there has to be, because whenever you find them, you know what I mean? And like, when you do, it's like a spark. 
like you're just like oh my god you did it like because yeah, you get it so much of it you know thing, you and know? so I think and then I was like fuck it and so I was turning 30 well, how old am I now <laughs> like turning 33 or turning uh, yes you were turning I was 30 no that when we had the conversation now. and then you were gonna launch it on I wanted to do birthday. it for my birthday because I like yeah. I have this big thing with like my identity not just being so like stricken with being like a mom you know mm-hmm. which is so funny because I would fight that for so long but then like that's in essence what like got me to do something like create a podcast about it you know like mm-hmm. if I wasn't a mom I might not have you know done it so this thing that like I looked back as like such a hindrance, uh, I mean not a hindrance, sorry, that was like really harsh. <laughs> like something that you know, I mean corporate wise, be, like, yeah, tied to that, yeah. Right? And so more. it's just it's very mm-hmm. the universe. I like trying to take cues from the universe. So <laughs> here we are. <laughs> yeah, it's been really it's been really interesting too because I feel like kind of. We feel kind of guilty because we've always been friends and so we've all kind of always smoked and then we just happen to become parents. So then like we all, I never, there was never a moment where I was looking to connect with other moms in a sense because I, I, I already had my home girls that we would like, you know, we would smoke and stuff. But this, it's so crazy. When we started this podcast, I was like, I don't want to tell anybody that we know. Like, I just, we tell friends we when we see them, friends. but we didn't really, like, I, I used to do stand-up and I would promote myself a lot to all my friends and family, whatever. I was like, I just want this to kind of grow its own legs and I just want to meet new people and, and see that other people are interested in the kind of stuff we want to talk about. You know, and then when you see people are, like, genuinely interested in you and you start building relationships with these people, it's, I blew my mind. And at a time when I think we all needed it so much because we were like, we weren't expecting to be locked up in our houses for like a year. Right? That came out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. So I, you can, I think you can tell in the community, like you could tell that some people really need that connection and it's been fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's been like super cool. And like, I know that like in the beginning you guys weren't like saying who you were mm-hmm. and then like, you know, seeing you guys like come out and like, I thought that was really cool too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Cause like that takes a lot of courage and like, to your point, like it is like, that was what I wrestled with too. I actually wasn't going to, but then I like messed up a setting when I uploaded it and I didn't know how to fix it. So I was like, well, I guess this is just, I guess it's just going to be my name now. (laughs) So like, I was like, okay, like, I guess there we go. My ability has made that decision for me. Um, Cause I probably wouldn't have done it, you know? And then it was like, kind of like peeling back the onion and it was like putting it on my LinkedIn profile and like putting it on as like stupid as it sounds, right? Like your Facebook, like saying like that you're doing. Are you stuff. kidding me? As stupid as it sounds, do you know how much fucking work we do with all this bullshit? Mm-hmm. I mean, we're, we're showing our faces now, but we still go by alias names because I can't have it come up on a Google search for me. Cause unfortunately okay. I still work full time for a corporate company that, if they did a Google search with me on for me and they found that they probably wouldn't be happy. Um, They're going to see it as, you know, I'm, they see me as representing the company. So, and I'm doing this, they're going to associate that. I'm saying the company's also endorsing this. So, you know, I rather, I still have to say by, we still have to be careful with that. I don't know. I like the idea too, of having like a, 
just a show name. Like, I don't know. Totally. <laughs> like, Madonna did it, guys. So, <laughs> I think... Uh... I, like, wouldn't even be able to think of a good one. That was, like, literally my excuse for not doing that. We were really easy like, with it. It was just J and... Well, she and got D. this clever, the well, Sunny D. Because you, you people always at had work the sunny used D. to call me Sunny D. And I was like, whatever. Let's just... It, it rolls. Let's just do it. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah. No, it's good, though. I like it. J's my first initial. That's all. And I call her the captain because she's the one who rolls the J's. <laughs> Dude, okay, so that's a real thing. So, like, we just, we grew a bunch of weed, and so, like, we oh, have so a ton of weed now, and it's totally awesome. Oh, so I'll jealous. Show. It's all behind me. Were you yes, the one look that at said, that. Were you the one that said that one of them had caught mold? Who did I read today? Somebody had yeah, one of them. Well, I was it Mrs. Boysenbud? But, yeah, so we had some bud rot, and so we had to harvest oh. early, um, which we learned so much over, like, the first, uh, like, the first time like doing it at like that full scale this was your first um, grow ever and it was outdoor yeah. right in the past, but like and outdoors and like properly treated not just like in a closet you know with a, what were those like water irrigation system ones <laughs> the hydro- hydroponics oh hydro ones yeah i'm like yeah we're growing tomatoes um, <laughs> but yeah so we did that and so we started so we harvested it um early i'd say like two out of the seven plants like were ready to be ready to go and i mean we had this like whole like fake um what are those called the the gondola not a gondola gondola. like they had a tarp like yeah like a tarp we had to tarp it off basically yeah because we got um those fires that were burning yeah Yeah. came up up. so it like completely the last week would have been perfect it would have been just sunny and warm and dry Mm -hmm. and instead it was like smoky and like it totally like it, the, the, it, oh I mean, my gosh! Awesome. I mean, mm-hmm. we had like a whole bunch of these yeah. You guys there. couldn't even like go outside and what did breathe, you, so, right? It so was like you, really bad. You cured them already? Those are already ready to smoke. Uh, no, they're still they're curing. We smoke a little bit of it. Some yeah. of the stuff that we did first is like uh, starting to be, but so that's like my point is like I keep like sneaking like buying like a couple J's here and there because mm-hmm. like I can't roll on myself and sometimes I just want to smoke a J. So I. My husband just said he would start rolling 10 a week so I could just start pulling from it. I just like, I just like the fact that I could just walk and buy, they like all the dispensers I go to, they know me when I walk in, like which one's my order because my order is like, <laughs> you know, and I like it when they pull it out like that because I just buy like as many like different You try everything. I want to try everything because I love it so much. Like, and then like, <laughs> I really like it, then I'll invest in flour, but like, at the same time, I like smoking J's, so they're so convenient. If I can just buy them pre-rolled, then I will pay the upcharge. Sometimes I go for. A How's run. the prices and taxes out there on your they're not stuff? They're not as bad as Cali. They're not as bad as if you're buying like if you, when you're buying like um, flour, it's pretty close to like what I would pay for it back in the Midwest. Yeah, you know. It's well, pretty good. Like, I mean, like, and there's always deals too. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, always deals. Yeah. So, a um, rewards stuff where you can like get points and get percentages off. Do you guys have that? Yeah, there's like points. Some yeah. people do rewards, like programs. visits. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's a there's one that does mm-hmm. points so that you get like um you know mm-hmm. one day where you get like twenty percent off or something. And then like um, other places. I just hoard points. Do you guys like in general, like when I get Starbucks rewards, I hoard that shit. I do (laughs) hoard them too. Mm-hmm. I, I wait till I'm gonna have a big purchase to use. You are, yeah. are you guys the kind that collect the keef like forever and ever and ever? Because that would be behaviors of collecting the keef. 
Well, you know, it's so funny. So ours, our grinders, we've been using the same grinder for like seven years. And so it can't, (laughs) we can't open it. So we don't know where it goes. Like, oh my gosh. More and more and more it's compressed. Just, like, it's just so crack. sticky. You can't you can't open the bottom part where it's this key fits. You guys, the hammer. You're gonna, you're gonna get to the point where the spring you won't even go it won't even Oh go my so god, just smoke it! I don't know. I don't know. Are you guys, you know that you can't you can't keep the key really more than like six months because it's just like bud, like it loses potency yep. after just, a while. I just mix it over, but this like is gonna flour, be like dirt. Basically. Then, <laughs> yeah, I just like when I when I do buy flour, when I do roll my joints, I do sprinkle it into. I like I like crowning the bowls with the keef. That's mm-hmm. my favorite. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what we would do. I guess I should I say that have maybe like um, maybe you can access too, it. So I do sometimes. I'll roll. Like, you can so roll it. Yeah, you roll it and and distill it, and then you roll it around in keef. Get all fancy with it. What? <laughs> so, would you say your favorite method of smoking is pre rolls? You guys like to buy pre rolls or? I like is, pipes. Too. Pipes yeah, pre rolls and, and I would say and yeah. yeah. Like, are you into bongs because? I didn't have a bong until we started doing this podcast and we started our Instagram and then we started seeing all these awesome moms taking bong rips and I was like, I want a bong. Yeah, we were like, damn, we want one of those. Bongs are like, I feel like it's like my 18th birthday. It's like a- <laughs> I had to pick between <laughs> They're very efficient though. You take like one good I rip and... That. No, but they're like they're like big dick power. You know what I mean? Like a whole <laughs> I was I was trying to think of a better female. No, that's like, yeah, that's it it's like ovary, uh, like ovary. Up. No, it's like then you. But just, it's just like, like but it's like, just like these are my like, balls. I make a on the table. Oh, I can't but, like, do those huge bong rips. Oh my god, though. I've seen there's some minor little. There's some ladies oh, that we follow that birthday. are like. Mm-hmm. They have like lungs of steel. These women, yeah, oh, yeah, it's yeah. amazing. No, my 18th birthday, my these kids like we used to go to their house. We used to like just like smoke up all the time in their little tiny shack. And they said on my 18th birthday, I had to either take 18 bong rips or I had to oh drink like a Sounds full like glass of um, Crown Royal. And I was Ooh, like, I'll do the, bong. the bong rips. I would have done like, the bong rips. They're like what? And they're like. What, each one of them got to pull it up, pull up all the smoke. Man, this one guy, he could just like, milk it. it was oh, so, my God. I did all 18. And then I stood up. I was like, all right, peace. And, like, walked out. And you're like, what the hell? <laughs> I passed out and didn't wake up until, like, 30 hours later. Oh, my gosh. So I, I was Happy like, birthday. Yeah, but it was amazing. But, like, after that, like, I had so much street cred. I remember, like, she could smoke a lot of weed. I was like, you guys have no idea. I, like, crawled to my bed and fell So you were 18. So how old were you when you first started smoking cannabis? 14. 14? I was 14 when I first tried it. I wasn't, like, smoking regularly. But And you, Kate? I think I was, like, 16. I think I was, like, 16, 17 around there. No, I, I want to say 16. Yeah. How was your... Do you mind sharing your first time smoking stories with us? Oh, for sure. Yours is like really good. You can go first. I'll go next. My, uh, um, so it was it was my 14th birthday, and I convinced birthdays me- are a big thing for you. Yeah, <laughs> I love because I love like when people celebrate me. That's <laughs> true. Um, so I convinced my parents to rent like this hotel room in this like it was a Holiday Inn that had like one of those water indoor water slide thingies. So I convinced them, no, yes, it was that one. I convinced them to let me have a hotel room, like have my friends that stay and they just rent it and leave, right? 
So we did that and we just had these like random like kids show up and we just smoked pot. I remember like yes, um, so uncircum or uh, unsupervised, unsupervised fourteens are usually to do. Yeah. So I remember we didn't have anything to smoke it out of except for this like this homemade bong looking thing that was like made out of like Diverse a container with like these copper pipes and then the the like bowl. someone's brother made it. Yeah, and there was so much like glue, like just. Oh my god! Does not sound safe to smoke out of. This is really no. This is really safe to smoke out of. You guys do this all the time. Um, and then the uh, the bowl was a flower pot, like one of those little tiny clay flower pots with like just this mesh, like that he took from like a sink thing. Oh my so, gosh! So wow, that is some MacGyver <laughs> shit. Amazing natural things going into my lungs with weed. <laughs> but, uh, and I just remember, I knew, like, I remember exactly when I felt it hit, because, like, when I felt the high, like, because I was standing on this chair trying to take a picture. And the next thing I knew, I was on the ground. And I was like, <laughs> what happened? And my friend was like, you literally just like face planted. And I had no idea because I was like so stoned. I was just like, <laughs> like that's crazy. Super oh my gosh. Life. Yeah. Mine was like so stereotypical. <laughs> um, I was in the back of my buddy's Jetta <laughs> and we made um, just like out of a water bottle and like a big pen, like, you know, we burned the whole like a little water bubbler and then like the like, I, oh God, was it like aluminum foil? And then you put yeah. the whole yeah. thing, like, <laughs> so then we, that was that. And then I just remember like, Sitting in the back, and of course, we were listening to like Dave Matthews or something. Oh yes, nice. <laughs> so shameful, but I have like literally mine no regret, all, and I am no, so proud. Mine, like, I, I like, love Dave. Tupac. <laughs> mine was like all the like. Yeah, I was listening to rap music when I was smoking for the first time. Because I listened to rap music when I smoked the what too. It's just not my first time. No, no, that's just that was like, and I was like, now that's I what know was what in like, when I was songs like their weed song. I was like, oh yes. Must get higher it's all about and higher the and higher. It's you know, all about like the beat. But the lyrics started, you can actually understand them all when you're really stoned. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, yes, but Dave Matthews. You can understand. Hey, I was in a Dave Matthews for a while too there. And then Dave I went Matthews to a is concert. A shit, but I didn't get, I actually yeah. didn't get into them until I was older. I was like in my early twenties when I discovered them. When I was fourteen, I was listening to like Tupac and Biggie and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> My all my CDs were all rap music. I think the only like rock I had in there was the Alanis Morissette uh, "Jagged oh Little Pill" God. album. Can we all not just sing that freaking album from the beginning to end? Album, yeah. Everybody oh and the secret song at the end. I was like, you knew people were true Alanis fans if they listened pat like thirteen sec or thirty. Sec- what was it like three minutes past? Yeah, like, the end. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. crazy. I was like. <gasps> You know what I feel. <laughs> the secret, <laughs> the secret songs. Funny. Uh, my parents wouldn't let me have um, the little parental warning like stickers on it, so <laughs> I started off with this trick in order to score my first Nelly CD, um, where I uh, would peel off this the price tag and I would position it over Ooh, the label. Smart. <laughs> and then I would make sure my dad was the one taking us because he definitely wouldn't do it. Like I had to be on my A game and the stickers had to like really align <laughs> if it was my mom. Um, so between that and uh, Third Eye Blind, Semi Charm Life Single, um, I mean. Are, are any of your kids kind of babies? Did you at all um, consume during pregnancy during any of them? 
So with my first, I like didn't really, I took like a hit immediately after I found out because it was like habit. Like I was like, oh my God. And then I was like, oh my God, you know? And so I didn't really do that after. And I didn't really do it a ton while I was nursing him. And then with my daughter, I did it a couple times um, while I was pregnant. And then I started like the minute that she was born, um, like my husband brought me an edible, like in the hospital, which was awesome because I didn't have any responsibilities. So I could just like chill out. Oh my God, for real. The second time, especially you get it. So now you're like, oh, okay, I can chill a little bit. (laughs) Totally. I'm like, I know that you're not going to like, you know, hopefully stop breathing for any reason. I don't have to like sit there and like watch your chest all night. (laughs) Like with a first. Right. (laughs) And then uh, with the third, well, so I found out about the third, um, like, the week I weaned my second, like, they're, like, 20 months apart, and so I just was, like, <gasps> and then mm-hmm. I just kept smoking the whole time. When yeah. she came to work, I was, like, she went, we're going to go outside and smoke and talk about this. <laughs> she was, like, but, I was, like, no, we're going outside and smoking and talking about this, but, yeah, my, yeah I was, uh, I have a kid, a baby, I smoked because it's like you know like I had to do something so I could be functional like I couldn't take you know my ADD meds like they you know like of all the things that you can do like there really is like the least side effect negative way mm-hmm. cannabis you know like everything else as everything else I took or was like one or caffeine or anything that makes your heart rate increase like all these issues that can be really bad for and I was really upfront with my doctor about it. Yeah, that was going to be my next question. Did your doctors know and how were they about it? Um, being out there in the West Coast in a legal state, I'm assuming they're a little I, more understanding. As well, like, so, like, before I moved out, to, before I, when I was in an illegal state, too, I told my doctors, like, these are, this is everything that, this is my life. Like, I smoke weed, a lot of it, um, you know, I take, Adderall and I um, drink a ton of caffeine like what I'm not going to give up all of them because I just can't like what are the worst rank them for me from worst to late best and that's what I'm going to do like try to you know minimize and every one of the doctors I've talked to like you know different like OBGYNs and just like they've all said like from worst it was like because of the effects that it has on your baby it was like the Adderall because a side effect is rapid heart rate and all that right even though I didn't personally have that, mm-hmm. but it could happen because your body changes when you're pregnant. Um, and then caffeine, and then they're like the least mm-hmm. of it was so they didn't really care. It actually was what helped me. Like I think why I didn't have as much like uh, morning sickness or anything like that, and still had an appetite to want to eat or make myself eat when I needed to because mm-hmm. of it. So yeah, I um. I don't know. I mean, I think it's just so much about not being stressed out. Mm-hmm. I think that's like such mm-hmm. a, and what, whatever that means for you, you know what I mean? I think like such a thing that's like really lost kind of right now is just like moderation. Like if you can kind of just be moderate about it, like chances of like, you don't have to be doing like, or do it, you know, it's, it's your body. Like if you want to do jabs all day, that's totally fine. Like, and if you don't, then don't, or if you want to do it, like whatever helps you, you know, I think that's like the big thing too, is it might not be the same one person to another. Did you notice a big difference? Because you had three pregnancies and did you notice a big difference in the third that since you were actually consuming cannabis throughout, would you say it was like less stressful? You had less like like symptoms? I was in like totally different mindsets every time, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? And with the last one, like it was, it was not planned. you know what I mean? And like, he's amazing and I love him and I couldn't picture, you know, being here without him. But um, yeah, I mean, that was just kind of like, 
I just was getting done with nursing and like that, like glimpse of freedom for like less than a week. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And then being like, oh shit. And oh shit. Like Doing not all over again. Right. All over again. And you're outnumbered. And like, I mean, we had just, we had just bought a house that then like we had to add, do an addition on because we weren't going to have enough room. Like in Seattle, real estate's wild. So like our house was 950 square feet. So like for, we had two dogs, my husband, myself, and then two kids. And then we're going to have a, I mean, it was just like, not going to even like be feasible. And so, yeah, so that was, that was wild. So it was just like a whole lot of stuff, like just had to get fast tracked. Mm -hmm. Um, Cause like we knew we were going to eventually do it, but then it was like, no, you have to do it now. So it was just a whole bunch of stuff like that. So I'd say like overall, like that really helped me just be a little bit more okay with it because I wasn't feeling I was like, I was having to give up all of my identity and all of like Mm. the control over my body or all of the options that I have to cope with life stresses, like again, Mm -hmm. you know? So I was like, well, here we are. Like, I think, and I think by then I had done, you know, a little bit more like research into like how bad stress is on like the baby. Cause I'm an actually like a really kind of tight wound person. So (laughs) you know, I mean, that's like, that's really, that's not good. And that's like what affects me negatively, like the worst, I think. And like, I know, like, I mean, when I was pregnant too, I was a new job, new city when moved pregnant all at the same time. And so like, for me too, it's like, I think, you know, definitely the weed helped just like, not necessarily, I don't know, my my only pregnancy, I have no idea, or like to term, like, I have no idea, like what, you know, if it affected my pregnancy any differently, but I know that everything else that I could have been stressed about was like that helped a lot and like Mm -hmm. my consumption was like so much less just naturally because like it it, like it affected me differently Mm -hmm. like I could smoke less and get higher basically Mm -hmm. or get not like to like super stone like you know baked or whatever but like to like you know when I'm functioning so like when I before I go to work or whatever that level but I didn't need quite as much and it also like compounded with the fact that I was now in a legal state where it's like I can consume it different ways and get more concentrated. Yeah. You know, I needed. So, um, but yeah, I like, it was also kind of like just trying it out. And my doctor was like, just do everything in moderation because your body reacts to everything differently and your body could really negatively react to the weed too. So like, she's like, just don't like go in, like nothing's changed. Yeah. Just take it a little bit at a time and mm-hmm. see what you're, where you're at. So like that helps too, that she wasn't like, no, but she was like, absolutely. I want you to cut like, you know, certain things out and try to do that first. I didn't like the doctor I had with my daughter. We had just like moved to Seattle when we found out. So it was like, I didn't have time to like really like vet out doctors. Um, And this woman um, like really tried to shame me for still wanting to like be active and like lift weights and like do things that I had been doing a lot. So I was like, if you're not down with exercise, something tells me you're not going to be down with me smoking weed either. That doesn't make Uh, any sense. Of course you should continue working out. If it was part of your routine and your regular, it's it's fine and safe. Risking the baby. And I was like, it's like, well, my sanity isn't tie up there too. So (laughs) wasn't a good match uh, but the, the and I, I mean she didn't even deliver the baby so it was just like you know just kind of whatever if you're a competent doctor we don't have to be besties um so and then I really liked um my doctor with my son a whole lot um I don't really I guess remember if I told them that I was consuming I think I was kind of on the like if she directly asks me like the question or if it comes up in my pee and she sees it like 
-hmm. then like we'll have the conversation because afterwards like she still like was my doctor afterwards right and so I went in to see her and I said something about about pot and she was like oh well there's a lot of studies and I was just like huh really (laughs) I was like you were so great and then like I'm like oh okay that kind of like rubbed me the wrong way. So now I'm like, I don't know if I want to go back there. Cause of that, to your point, like I want someone who's going to be like chill with it. Like I go to the same, um, I go to the same uh, doctor as, as Eunice and like for something else, but like, he's awesome. Cause he's like, cool. Tell me how it works. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, tell me how it interacts with that medication. You know what I mean? Like, tell me what you, what you're taking into account when you're yeah, like, looking- I, I don't, I like, think it should be. Cool. Yeah. I think it should be doctors should be progressive thinking because it's, worse if they don't tell you that information and it's I feel it's like when you're a parent you kind of have to like be okay with your kids coming to you when certain certain shits hit the fan that way they can always come to you and they don't feel like judged or shamed for certain things just like look let's learn from this mistake and move on and you're not feeling like shame so you hide stuff I feel like doctors should be open like that too because if not you're hiding stuff and then that's going to affect whatever care you get because it's not part of your you know he only knows what they only know totally. what they can get from you what you tell them and mm-hmm. the what they can get from your blood and stuff like you know those kind of things but like if you don't like and that's something that um when I was diagnosed with ADD that my doctor was like just he's like I don't this, I, this is a safe place I'm not going to tell anyone you have to tell me what you're doing because he's like if I give you medication based off of what I know and you tell me leave out something really important like I every day I consume this much x whatever mm-hmm. or blank space although I do like x um, <laughs> you know if you don't I can diagnose you with something that reacts horribly and mm-hmm. we'll never know why you get really sick like it could really hurt you yeah they you need know? to know all the information to really yeah. be able to treat you yeah but then and- too it, it has the other uh, it has the other thing is they're advocates for you but it's but if you're like if you're honest with them they can also turn around and like when you have the baby they they can totally. test you that's, it's up to them like no. That's why, I like, yeah, and that's like in the legal state too. I like, you still have to look have. for doctors that but are I was okay peeing. with it. Maybe they just didn't care. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, but I think it. I mean, like, even though we're in a legal state now, like, it doesn't mean all the doctors are cool with it. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of hospitals and doctors that are like, and so like, it's, it's you're still got to shop around and find someone that like fits like everything. Like, I went at a hospital that like, um, I would like the, what I liked about the, my doctors, like, is that like. I had appointments with multiple doctors because if like you're rarely going to have your doctor deliver, right? Unless like, yeah, unless like they're scheduled to be there that day, you know, like, so it wasn't like I walk into a room and not know who's going to be like down in that area. I mean, doctors that have been practicing for a very long time, they're going to have that older mindset. I mean, it wasn't really into the nineties that they really started learning more about the endocannabinoid system and how it interacts with our body and how all these things. So, Unless you're a really progressive doctor that really stays up to date reading all yeah, the current but I, research. But I and think if you're a doctor, just seminars. like you're a teacher and they uphold you to educate yourself on a regular basis, the doctor needs to be up to fucking par they with do, what's happening. They do. And if you're in a legal state and people are consuming, guess what? You better Pregnant be women on, are consuming too. So you, you might as well it. open up, learn about it and educate the people who you take care of. Or like, I don't know, heaven forbid, like if people are openly using it anyways, ask if you can document their like prog or like mm-hmm. ask if you can document it. Like there's no, there's so much few studies and like even the ones that are pro like for cannabis use during pregnancy, you know what I mean? Like that's all, they're all just very small enough. subsets yeah. of these mm-hmm. 
things that are just like directional at best, but like not really because it doesn't take into account like 99 other factors. I'm just so that it hasn't been legal for long enough for testing or for enough testing to have accumulated to know everything that it can do. So we're still like trying to figure out like the plan itself, you know, like so. That's why it's like so important that like it become legalized because there's so much like education that we still need to do about it to really understand its benefits and really understand like how it works with other things, you know, like with mm-hmm. other drugs that are like, you know, made in a lab. It's so wild to me though that it's been around for such a long time and they don't, they didn't, I mean, they don't even have underground studies. Like it's just what they just decided, oh, this shit's bad. And then they just. Underground study. Yeah, I mean, it's all about funding. It's all fucked up because it's all tied up in government money. I mean, there are there are studies done like in abroad where it's legal. Yeah, and Israel and other countries have way much more. Right, but it's also still like they just started testing it not that long ago either. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's think too about small like, of a subset of a DNA yeah. pool anyway. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I think like, like polio testing has existed longer than weed testing. You know, so like it's just they like, just need to deschedule it so they can do more scientific research. Yeah. That's it. it trying to take all the fun stuff away. Coca Cola used to be made with Coke. So. Yeah. <laughs> Want to do that? Oh, okay. Know? All right. Well, we're gonna wrap it up. Because yeah, I mean, I guess we could still do it. <laughs> Do you want to do it or not? All right, we can do it. We'll do it quick. now because now I need to know what it is. It's silly. <laughs> it's a Halloween themed this or that. Okay. Okay. Oh, I love games. Okay, so chocolate or candy? I want to do a strain name game know, with you guys. Uh, I mean, we're happy. We did do a follow up just to do the strain. I mean, we do it on Instagram Live or something like something cool like that. That'd oh, be yeah. fun. Yeah. We should do that. It, it's really fun too with uh with people online because they can um. We they should, we should, too. we remember we tried to do a live once and oh. it never happened oh, a long ass time LA, ago. And I was in LA Look at that technical was- type problems that time. And this time when we first got together again, <laughs> life, bro, flying. <laughs> <laughs> but we should do a, a live together. That would be fun. Yeah, let's do it. So, okay. So, uh, this or that chocolate or candy. Oh, this is mean. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's hard. I know. I was like, but chocolate covered gummy bears. <laughs> That's cheating. I know. I know. Um, oh God, it's so one or the other for me. And it just depends on my mood. I would say candy. Oh, yeah. Gummies specifically. No, because I like eat all mm. of it. <laughs> all the time. Like literally like in bed, like on my nightstand are like um, Sour Patch Kids, but watermelon only and pineapple. I just like can't believe you have <laughs> all your Kit teeth Kat. when you tell me these stories. Like, because no matter what, like that sugar, I just, I'm impressed. <laughs> to me, like, it's, it's the mood also too. It's for me, it's the mood also too. Like if I have my period, it's chocolate for sure. But uh, any other time it's usually going to be candy. Like I love Sour Patch and stuff. But Eunice, you haven't picked which one? Because I would do it. I would just eat it all. I don't know <laughs> if I can pick one. Like I literally, ha- this is like really hard for me. <laughs> okay. Pick it. one or the other. You're on an like island. Right You'll now. never see like the other right one now. again. What do you feel like right this second? Okay, do you feel fine, right like now. candy or chocolate? <laughs> oh my gosh. I want a Kit Kat and I want a gummy bear. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would do, okay. The one thing that I could eat like all day until my tongue bleeds because it literally has done this before. Tear jerker gum. Oh my okay, gosh. so candy. Yeah, that shit is sour as fuck. I love it. And like, I really like sour stuff. I just like yeah. puckered from it. I ate a pound of it. I like just chewed it and when I get sweet, I'll spit it out and just do it. So much. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. I would say chocolate. You say chocolate? Yeah. Okay, so werewolves or vampires? Oh, ooh. 
Oh man, vampires! My mind immediately Wait. went to Twilight. And ah! I was yeah, like, no, no, that's I know. You said Twilight. I was like, no, was vampires. it Team? What is it? Team? Teen Wolf? No, oh, it was Team Jake. Team. What was the other guy's name? Jacob oh, oh, Jake, and oh. what was it? Ed, Edward. Yeah, Edward says Edward. Edward, I, I, Edward I Cullen. That. Edward I don't know. Cullen. I didn't. I wasn't into Twilight. It I read cheesy. Yeah. I read the first one, and, and then the second one, I couldn't even get halfway through it because it was too sappy, like teenage crybaby girl stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I like, if you don't bite her. I'm gonna bite her. I didn't <laughs> finish the series. I came in strong, and then was like, huh? Like I, I kind of just got like bored. I'm totally a Harry Potter I, person. So if you, you if know, it was a Twilight or Harry Potter, it's Harry Potter all the way. Harry Potter, like me too. Like, but um, I think for me, I don't know. So Cedric was your gateway to Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> I actually watched Twilight just because of Cedric, and I was like, oh, why? Why is he right? glittering? Vampires should not shimmer in sunlight. That doesn't make sense. They're supposed to die. Right. The book was better than the the movie. Because, I mean, like, you don't want... I mean, my head wanted to be where it wanted to be for those, right? Like... So, what were your, your decisions? Did you guys make a decision? I think everybody was for vampires. Right? I like think the it was sexiest, vampires. Vampires are, like, the sexiest... I, thought, I was going to say werewolves because of Twilight. Yeah, my son. We're. I think we're gonna have him be but Teen Wolf. Like Teen Wolf, Teen Wolf awesome. was the shit. Yeah, <laughs> Michael Jackson. Yes. My son no. has like really oh, long. Oh, hair oh right I'm now. thinking Teen Wolf. Oh, yeah, Teen Wolf. Teen Wolf. This is Michael, not Michael Jackson. Michael J. Fox. Mm-hmm. What Michael Jackson? Oh my god! <laughs> I used to watch that on Saturday morning. <laughs> okay. Oh, the cartoons were funny too. Yeah, trick or treat. Oh. Treat. Yeah, I want candy too. I rather. I rather You're treat. Trick. You would trick people, wouldn't you? Like, you would. Trick. I would think she's a trickster. <laughs> yeah, I think I would do. The uh, tricking that, is more. The tricking yeah, is more interesting. The tricking needs to be strategic. The treating, it just you just get the treat and I go. Know, but it's yummy. Delicious. <laughs> There's an end game. You know you're gonna win if you try to go petty in a trick and it didn't work out. Then. You don't get that satisfaction. So but true. Candy always leaves you happy. <laughs> and you're gonna have it for weeks. You're gonna have weeks. You can take it from your kids when you get older. You know what's great? My son doesn't like candy. He loves to go trick or treating, but he doesn't like candy. So I get it all. Oh Fantastic. So lucky. <laughs> Buy it for myself and I don't give it out. <laughs> no one would come to your house. It's, too, it's like it's it's dark. Yeah, I don't have any lights. I have a I hard time really. pulling into her driveway. Yeah, I intentionally. So Halloween her. party or haunted house? Oh, party party. party. I'm like terrified I'm of so scary scared things. Of, like I, I went through a haunted house like and I got kicked out because I bit like something like reached their hand out. Oh my god, I hate haunted houses. I can't be scared. I love Halloween. It's crazy, but I hate being scared. I'm James, I'm party all the way. <laughs> party see okay okay what about this guys a party or a gathering party ha- to me party. halloween's a party okay i mean i've been having a halloween party for over 10 Listen, years, did, years last year you remember my whole debacle was i had two there was two places to go one was a gathering and one was your party and i was like a gathering if i got babysitters for my kids i don't want to go to a gathering i want to go to a goddamn party <laughs> fuck yeah <laughs> are you guys playing board games at the gathering <laughs> yeah snooze fest That's it, was, not halloween. It, was, it was a snooze fest I was so psyched about Halloween this year, guys. I mean, it was on a Saturday night with a full moon. Oh, a Saturday, a daylight savings time the next day. So yes. Next so you hour. get an extra hour. I was so stoked. I was like, yes, this is going to be fucking fantastic. And then, womp, 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 womp. Yeah. Stolen out from oh. under us. That won't happen again, like, while our kids' ages matter. 
I know. That's crazy. All right. Um, so Hayride or Corn Maze? Do you guys I have those love, out there? I love both. She's like, she's like, uh-uh to both. She's like, i never I'll done any I'll of that shit. We don't have those here. The anti-camping lady, do you think she's going to get on a hayride? <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Like, I did it ride. before. Like, we had to, they made us do it. Like, in, like, she'll be like, you know, she'll be like, like high. And I was like, what are we doing? Wow. I was always, <laughs> I always I sit found in it. the seat. Like, why do I have to sit on the shit? Like, like, this is like, itchy. Who's having fun here? I'm not. 100%. That was really one time I was on it, I was having the time of my life. I, I stick my hand out and like, I don't know if you guys have ever like touched corn, but if it touches your hand, it can like slice your hand. Oh my God. So it's that sharp? My hand as I'm like trying to like, you Well, know, because of the leaves. So my hand out and like in oh. the midst of so much fun I'm having with the corn and I, yeah. That's a really Halloween <laughs> effect there where you come back with a sliced up hand. My God. <laughs> So you like both hayrides and corn mazes, and you're like, uh-uh, not, neither, neither. She don't want to do neither. So scary costume or funny costume? Funny, probably. Funny. I get scared. <laughs> I I prefer funny too. Yeah. My friend uh, MJ, you guys, she was with at, with us at the beginning. She came one year to our Halloween party as something scary, and then like nobody wanted to hang out with her because she was so fucking <laughs> scary. Like nobody wanted to look at her. Cause she had like she was like one of the baby things from I know, but then they get into character and you're just like, come on, bro. She won scariest costume. She won. You're just like, okay, haha, you're funny, all right. And then they keep doing it, and you're just like, it's not funny anymore. It's like creepy. We don't want to talk to you anymore. That's awesome. That's like that South Park where they say like true to character, even though all they need is to like give them like yeah access to a phone or something like. People are like, getting shot. It's yeah, it's it's a, and yeah, it attributes people staying in character. It's so funny. The last That's- party she had too, uh, there was a guy who was dressed up as a gladiator. He was um, bro, he was pissed. God ass- of War, the, the character had- from God of War, the, the video game. He got there already wasted, mm. and he. <laughs> And his and his odor matched his costume. He, he looked. Stank. He smelled so medieval. Bad. He smelled medieval He's, for sure. <laughs> he smelled like showers didn't exist in his time for <laughs> real. Yeah, you because you could smell it. You could already smell it just talking about him. People smell like cheese. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like or onions. Straight onions, armpit Wait, onions. That's, me, though. that's my nervous sweat. You and just Doritos. can always tell if I had a stressful situation earlier in the day. I am not kidding you. you I smell don't like onions. I literally, like when I sweat, like I don't. It doesn't stink, but I, if I had nervous sweat, I Jeez. smell like a sub sandwich. Like fajitas. <laughs> the other day, I smelled like fajitas. Doritos feet. Yeah. Doritos feet. Yeah. Doesn't dogs smell like Doritos sometimes too when they're like funky? Dogs yeah. have a Dorito smell, right? Yeah. Doritos smell. Oh my god! Are funky. They smell like. Yeah. Why are we eating Doritos if they smell like that? Don't do Doritos. I love. I love Doritos. Yes, please. I love Doritos. I love Doritos too, but there's a distinive smell. Nacho. Nacho. Huh? Flaming hot nacho. Either. (laughs) What? What kind of Doritos? Wait, wait. She said Cool Ranch or Nacho. Oh, that's really hard. Cool Ranch. I All like Cool way. Ranch more, I think. I love Natural. Cool Ranch feels like a treat. It is. It's so cool good. Ranch. You know that over there, overseas, that's American flavor? 
Oh, ranch is American, ranch is American flavor. flavor. Like that's what they call it on their chips. It's like American. Yeah, because we put that shit on everything, bro. Because it's a it's American. Ranch is not anywhere else. It's, it's so American. Growing up in the Midwest, love cheese. Like my kids don't like. I'll like put cheese on stuff because I'm like a normal person, and like they'll be like, we don't want cheese on that, and I'm like, <sighs> and now like I'm like probably lactose intolerant but i'm like avoiding it like the plague i will just eat their extra cheese because i'm not gonna let like cheese go to waste yeah cheese is and, great like, <laughs> cheese is really amazing mama only eats the cheese oh man we got oh. so sidetracked <laughs> Talking about yeah, we're back to this this or that all right we'll just pick a couple more okay um bottle feed a baby zombie or walk alone in a dark forest oh, oh dark no forest. Forest. I'm not <laughs> feeding zombie, a kid. Zombie. I'm done bottle feeding. Not, I don't want to be in the forest. I know the dark really, really fucks with me so bad. So you would rather baby feed the uh, bottle feed the zombie, and you would go through the forest. I'm bottle feeding. He's not eating me, so that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> what are you bottle feeding your arm? Bottle. Whatever's in the bottle. Not my arm. <laughs> yeah, so somebody else's blood and flesh, not mine. It's in the bottle. It's okay. in a blender. That is so much better than what you could encounter in the forest at night. Who or knows? Again. Could be nothing. You could no, just see the nice, beautiful stars. She's never going camping, you guys. <laughs> she's never, again, the person that doesn't like camping. walk alone in a dark forest, girl, once it gets dark in the forest, you're fucked. That's the part that scared me the most of camping is like when I, the lights go out. Like my people, like I'm already in the car, so I can already be gone. <laughs> okay, so a couple of these are good. Uh, Freddie or Jason? Oh, did so you watch those movies? Jason is the hockey mask, and Freddie is the silly face, right? Is no, uh, Freddie's the guy with the Night claws mask. with the burned face that comes into yeah. your nightmares, and then Jason is the one with the hockey mask. He has a yeah. chainsaw though. with the chainsaw. Yeah. Do they ever take off the the mask? Do we see what his real face looks like? Did we? I don't yeah, know. I was always too weird, afraid to watch it. Isn't he the weird, like the white? To face me, the scariest. The no, like that's this? Michael. That's Michael. Michael. He's Michael Myers to me is the scariest. He has no face. He's not Jason. No, that's not Jason. That's Michael Myers. That's from Halloween. They were the same. But doesn't no? He wear the Jason's mask completely and... different. It is a mask. But it, okay, look. Oh, he has a mask. Michael Michael Myers wears the mask with the hair, and it's actually an old mask from like the seventies. It's supposed to be William Thatcher, I think, the guy that plays um. Wow, this is like really deep. What's his name? The- <laughs> this is more than and I know more about the movie after this conversation because I haven't like I'm, Halloween I'm, scared I, the I shit out them. of me. I oh. can't watch. I haven't seen them because I can't watch. Them. And then Jason's the hockey mask, so it's completely. Different. Know, I get like lumberjack vibes. Yeah. Like I'm almost into it. That's why I was like, was he cute? <laughs> I was like, I'd rather like, do would I like him? Same. That's what I'm thinking. I'd rather do that than like the guy with like. Ugh. Yeah, with my a burn bro- face. My brother showed up to one of my Halloween parties dressed as Michael Myers, and I would not interact with him. I was very yeah. upset with him. Like, I couldn't. I screamed when I first saw him. Like, it was bad. Freddy Krueger's like charismatic, though. I no? punched him in the face once because he scared me, and yeah, I punched him again. You know what did he expect? In character. <laughs> Good job. Okay, so just two more, real quick. Stay together or split up? For whom? Like, when you're being chased. You're oh, being chased by one of these motherfuckers. You're going to stay together. Eunice is like, you guys are dead, chased? bro. I think you guys are dead. <laughs> Eunice is like, I, I never stepped into that forest to begin with, so nobody's chasing me, bitch. I, I honestly, like, She's I like, like, I'm over I here run. feeding this nice baby child. <laughs> She's just going to no, run. I don't even know if we're together or split up. No, but I, I, you, should, you should definitely just leave me. I'm, I'm not going to run. Together. You're not going to run. So 
you'll die. Predictably, <laughs> I'm a stick together. Yeah, stick together because then that way, if he gets too close, you could run and leave, you know, right. something behind. You can leave him behind. Like, I don't feel like there's, like, I feel like for real in my life, I feel like there's really no need to run. Like, if you've done something and people are chasing you, you might have not done a good job of not getting caught. Maybe then you deserve to get caught. Like, by zombies. It's a horror movie, movie, though. Yeah, but, gotta... but, but Eunice is playing the Asian card again where she hopes <laughs> like, that she gets oh, let off of me dying. <laughs> Where she's like, oh, the killer, the killer's going to be like, oh, you're a nice Asian girl. We should just let her go. Like, come on. She didn't do anything wrong. All these other kids. Team yourself up, Miss Innocent. No, I like literally, like, I don't know. I feel like I would just like at some point be like, we're going to always have to keep running from these zombies. (laughs) Oh, I don't think Eunice would survive in a zombie apocalypse. (laughs) All right. Well, the last one was run or hide, but I think I know. (laughs) Your answer is. I guess hide. <laughs> you said you're not going to run. Hide. <laughs> Eunice is like, but I would run. Like, you like to run. I, you would probably run. I would, but I'm actually a really, really good um, hider too. <laughs> because um, like, I, um, I, I don't know. I don't know if I was like really flexible or like, I don't know, whatever. So I would just, I always want hide and seek is what I'm trying to say. But like hiding under sinks is always a really good go-to one or underneath upside down garbage cans. Cause like, ah, people are not going to think, oh, they're not going to get in the trash can. You gotta get a little not. gross, but you'll win. <laughs> I was not. Maybe you'll good live. At hide and seek. I was not really good at hiding. There you had it. We had a really great time. And, man, we talked so much. It was like almost two hours yeah. of of interview there. We it was fill- a long time. Yeah. It was fun. We couldn't fill it on to the episode, uh, but the entire interview is available on our Patreon. So absolutely, if you haven't checked out our Patreon, we do offer additional content and we do appreciate those who have already contributed. Um, If you would like to follow up with Kate and Eunice, uh, their Instagram and Twitter is Pot Moms Podcast. On Facebook, you could find them under Pot Moms Podcast as well. And their their website is potmomspodcast.com that's right you guessed it (laughs) i mean you gotta make it easy when you're on social media for people to find you exactly it's crazy when people like when we're i'm on a tiktok live and they're like what are you on instagram we're like we're pot smoking moms we're pot smoking moms everywhere we go (laughs) so pot moms podcast we uh love you guys thanks so much for being on our show and And keep an eye out because we're probably going to do stuff with them soon maybe like a live or something like that yeah for sure for sure for sure um but thanks so much for spending your time with us we really appreciate any time you take you know take the moment to listen to the pot smoking moms um thanks so much for uh contributing to our podcast lauren hadzel april collins christy rodriguez destiny adams yanni reyes and lauren sotello we got a new one a new one thank you we lauren. got a great interview from her from last episode and she became a patreon she became a, a patron, patron. Thank you so much, you guys. Um, we love you guys. Um, truly appreciate. You. Yeah, we appreciate each and every one of uh, you. Follow, like, review, subscribe. Potsmokingmoms.com. Thank you guys so much. Have See a ya. Bitch the rest of your day. Thank you.